0: Christ. yeah. Did you did you listen to that Sunken Moon track before again? No. <laughs> I listened to Carly Rae Jepsen instead. <laughs> yeah, the only reason why I really want you to listen to it, yeah, is um, is mainly just like the first minute. Okay, I, I know it's like a ten minute song. Is 12 it fucking song. Christ? Yeah, it, I mean, I fucking love it, but uh, the first minute is the main reason I want you to listen to it. All because right, because it's called Linda Blair. Uh, who's obviously the character in The Exorcist? Yeah. Um, and Mark is talking about someone he's sitting next to on a flight, who he says has a cough that sounds exactly like Linda Blair from The Exorcist. For fuck's sake. And sakes. then, and then. Yeah. It's just like thirty seconds of him going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think this is exactly why Sunkill Moon like I just can't anymore. It's the anymore. funniest fucking thing. And this is like over this really folktronic beat as well. And it's <laughs> it so sense. fucking funny. It's so fucking good. Like, honestly, that's like I horror. was legit like uh, went on on Friday when the new releases came out, like yeah. uh, I was legit going to listen to it. Like I was I typed in Sunkill Moon on Apple Music and then I scrolled and I was like, "Okay, 10 tracks That's that's better than Common as Light." And then it said and then it said an hour and a half at the bottom and I was like, "Nope. Yeah. Not happening." It's <laughs> not happening. Listening to Mark Koslek talk for like fucking an hour and a half just sounds like just like the worst thing to me. Uh he talks about his cat dying. I don't give a, a shit about his cat. <laughs>
0: what, you monster. You dick. How could you say such a thing?
1: <laughs> I don't know it's his a, cat. It's a
0: living breathing I mean, it's not living breathing anymore.
1: It's like the crow looked at me, but for cats. Yeah.
0: Right. But I mean, Kind of, oh, for I guess sakes. it is a bit sad actually. He was oh, on yeah. tour when his cat died, and he had to like fly back home just so he could say goodbye to it.
1: That's fair. I'll give him that. Yeah, it, it is a bit solid sad. effort for a cat. I'll give it. The whole yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> How's your coffee? delicious actually it's cold
0: well said yep. hi my name's josh ferguson this is the talking music podcast and i'm joined with Connor bryant how are you today
1: i am doing all right yeah it's cold it is a bit nippy outside isn't it yeah never understood yeah. that phrase uh i mean like it's just cold it's not nippy it's not like nipples outside i don't know, I don't know what <laughs> no, the fuck no, no, i'm talking no. about I think even... <laughs> It nip,
0: it's nip is raining nipples. Like, did you think that's what the phrase meant?
1: No, that's not what I thought the phrase meant. It's just a phrase that's always confused me. Unless it's just because, like, you know, when it's cold out, like everybody, you know, kind of gets a bit nippy. Bit nippy. Yeah, that's literally in, in, what it in means. a literal sense. Yeah, I think that's is what it means. To be honest, I you
0: don't mean, know who thought of it. You know, who looked down on their nipples. And, like, I bet it was just some weird the English. Best tuft, way to describe this like, weather. Just... It was just like a weird English teacher said. No,
1: just like a weird English man. Like, he was like really posh. Oh, yeah. I I bet you it has nothing to do with nipples at all. I bet it was just some weird, like, posh English twat. Just like going, oh, it's a bit nippy, innit? <laughs> Crikey, oh, lad. It's a bit nippy. Literally. <laughs> like, just, English
0: people are weird. Uh, we are a very weird breed. Yeah. We we're better than
1: Americans. Oh, shit. You've just alienated
0: an audience. Oh, fuck your president. <laughs> oh, mic drop. Ooh. I'm so controversial. We like Canadians. Ooh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've hated so- another audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how to lose friends. Um- <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
0: So, let's jump into it. Yeah. So, uh, where we last left off on episode two, I recommended you Sparks Kimono My House, and you yes. recommend- recommended me Coils, Music to Play in the Dark. Is it Volume 1? I think There's it's Part actually 1, yeah. Yeah. The thing, yeah. I've not
1: listened to Part 2, so I, no. I, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure there is a Part 1 and 2. Yeah, I, I mean, I know there is a Part 1 and 2. I don't know if the
0: Volume 1 was actually in the name. Of
1: the no, I don't album. think it is. I think it's just called Music, music to Play in the Dark, yeah.
0: Fair enough. Music yeah, we'll listen the to K. the first volume of that. Um, and yeah, we're going to discuss
1: our thoughts mm-hmm. on these records. Uh-huh. Both S- completely different. Albums. Like, yep. It could not be further from each other. <laughs>
0: Sparks is 30, 40 minute glam rock. Uh, yeah, from the I 70s. To, uh, an hour long exactly is yep. 60 minutes exactly. Yep. Which is very, very satisfying, I do have to say. Uh, 60 minutes
1: of. how uh, would you
0: call it? Like, you, ambient
1: experimental?
0: Uh, ambient synth. Drone, spoken like, word. It's
1: kind of like dark jazz. Yeah, there is in some dark jazz aspect. Yeah, it's, it's especially the on one.
0: Track. So oh, yeah,
1: sh- 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 we, uh, sh- should we? Should we start with g- that one? Start with Coil, then?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot to say about this. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, um, I,
1: I want to hear your thoughts first.
0: Hmm. I mean, first off, I should say I didn't listen to this uh, in the best conditions on my first listen. No. I listened to it in the dark. Okay, that's all right. Which, you know, is what you recommended to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> and hopefully my mum and dad aren't listening to this, mm-hmm. as I say this. But I was having a joint. Okay. And <laughs> I got really high. Oh, no. And I put this album on. And it was probably the best and worst decision I ever made. Because as soon as that first track comes in with the, like, really sinister synths, Oh, like my God. A 1960s, God. 70s horror films, like like... Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so fucking scared. It was really uneasy. Um, but at the same time, uh, as soon as that, like, looped humming or breathing comes in... Well, there's like, sort of, like, really crackly... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, a really weird loop. As soon as that comes in, I'm tripping the fuck out. Yeah. You know? And then as soon as the second track comes on, which yep. is called something really really Red long. Red birds uh,
1: will fly out of the. Uh, it stops there on my. Red
0: grass. birds will fly out of the east and destroy Paris in a night. That's the one. Yeah, and uh, it's very Berlin School ish mm-hmm. that track, and obviously being stoned out of my mind listening to it. I was like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh matey, <laughs> this, oh, this is boy. something." So yeah, my first listen probably wasn't the best. Um... Listen to it when sober again at night and yep. i have to say i really really liked it mm-hmm. i do have my reservations with it which i'll yep. get into um but for the most part this is a really solid album uh to listen to in the dark
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're listening to this at like 9 a.m in the morning when yeah. it's really sunny outside it doesn't really do it justice
1: i don't think i've ever listened to this during daytime like at all uh, like just because uh, really? i just, i don't want to like Fair. I mean, I only
0: listen to it just to, like, test it. Mm -hmm. Just to see if I could listen to it. Test the waters. Yeah. Yeah, fair. And and that's the thing, like, when I'm listening to it in the daylight, Mm -hmm. I can actually appreciate the musicianship on some of the tracks, Mm -hmm. which is quite something to behold. But when you listen to it in the dark, you can also appreciate the musicianship and Mm -hmm. the pure atmosphere of these tracks. Um, Because the atmosphere on some of them is just... Oh, it's thick.
1: See, it's C H I C C thick. Definitely, and like, I think that's that's the thing. Like on some of these tracks, like, I wouldn't even call it like ambient. Sometimes, like no, I'd, I'd call it like fucking field music. At some points, like yeah, just because um, like like there's absolutely nothing it, going Birds. along. Yes, on Strange Birds, it's literally just like as if you're listening to nighttime. I know that sounds yeah. really dumb, but, like, it is literally, like, listening to an area. If you were to just sit outside in the pitch black and then just listen to your surroundings. Like, there mm-hmm. is, like, things going on, and obviously it's quite dense, but, like, it just... It, it's just an atmosphere. But it's... Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just yeah. purely, like, sound. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's probably my least favorite track on the album because of that. Uh, yeah, it's sure. It's a little bit too uneventful, even for, like, an ambient track. hmm for me to be really invested in it but, but i think I, it's I a nice gap people though like between yeah, broccoli it's a nice and brooder. the dreamer is still asleep like yeah uh, f- fucking fucking broccoli i know man I know. <laughs>
1: eat your greens <laughs> but it's like eat your broccoli that's the thing though like it's it's such an odd track and it's such an experimental strange track but you like that those those words get like fucking Ingrained in your brain, like especially like the yeah. really weirder vocals. It's, Eat your greens, especially broccoli. And yeah, just, the, like, the really fuck. awkward singing. Mm-hmm. There's like really low down. It's like vegetable. He's <laughs> like really drawing out like vegetable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you've got like the really weird vocals and like that then come to the foreground. That are just like wise uh, words from the departed. Yeah, and you just like, the Whoa. spoken word on it is mm-hmm.
0: so just disturbing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, like he has a really deep drawl to his voice. It's kind yeah. of like, um, uh, like, like there's really like scary shows with kids back in the days, like not necessarily like Goosebumps, but mm-hmm. Are You Afraid of the Dark? kind yeah. of shows, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like the, the ominous
1: narrator, and it's like yeah. the I, child I, enters it's, the room. It's, it's and, like, yeah, uh, it, this album is definitely not for everyone but no, i don't think not. it's totally inaccessible
0: no it's, it's pretty
1: um
0: no it's definitely not like faust or anything like that it's no. not like so far gone that you mm. just can't appreciate it mm-hmm. um there is stuff to appreciate on a surface level definitely yeah. uh, especially red birds like like i said that's very berlin schoolish mm-hmm. you know if you're a fan of like john majerl jar or tangerine dream you could probably get into that track yeah definitely um, and yeah ooh, there's some crowd roars in there like yeah red queen
1: yeah oh, red fuck. red queen is my favorite track on the whole thing that's like, so
0: good like it reminded me of like A Land Sane if it was like mm-hmm. dark and just
1: gothic like that sort of upright bass as well that like boom 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 just like and then as like the sort of brush stroke drums come in it's just like oh yeah so good so good and, like the questions that keep like he just keeps throwing at you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over the
0: top and just like the piano on that track and what like, are you going to ominous. do? it's ominous yeah what are you going to do when you're all it's so alone. good yes and yeah just like the uh the pianos on that track mm-hmm. um you know the add to the atmosphere but there's actually like solid playing on it like yeah when it goes crazy like, like just like keys everywhere mm-hmm. it's like holy fucking fuck this guy can play yeah. Which is something to say for, like, an ambient-ish
1: album. Yeah. You know, see, there's actually, like, musicianship. I'm, I'm not, like, too familiar with much else that Coyle's done. I've listened to The Ape of Naples. Like, I listened to that after this. And The, yeah, Na- the Ape of Naples that? is really, really good. But there's something okay. more about this album that I just prefer. And I think it does come down to that atmosphere. Oh,
0: fair enough. Yeah. yeah because uh, Ape of Naples, I haven't listened to it. I really need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. But it's more of, like, a
1: a drone album no that see that's the thing is that like uh, i mean there are a lot of drone pieces on there but like right it's it's more it's got i, I think it's more dense than this album it's like this album obviously is very atmospheric very um ambient in a lot of places whereas the ape of right. naples feels more like a an album it it, it feels like more like a traditional right. album um
0: uh, do you actually know the uh the story behind ape of naples
1: yeah it was it was released uh posthumously wasn't it yeah, I mean, I, I, I did some research um, mm-hmm. before
0: it came on here, and yeah, uh, the guy, or, like, one of the lead guys, I think it was, like, two guys at a time, but one mm-hmm. of the lead guys, um, he was on, like, a balcony, and he, I think he fell off, and yes, he died, yeah. uh, like, a few months just before the release of Ape in Naples. Um, and I think, like, a few months after a live album uh, and the ambulance died in his arms, which is a very scary coincidence of, like, an album called An Ambulance Died in His Arms. That's meant to be, like, and one then, of their, like, most, yeah. like, beloved releases as well, isn't it? The, yeah. Uh, and, like, uh, I really uh, need to listen to it. Because, like, mm-hmm. just the, the title is good, but mm-hmm. also just to have that context of, like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, the front men dying soon mm-hmm. after. You know, it's kind of like um, Fishman's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it with yeah. these live albums, man? I know. It's it's mad. Maybe it's a curse. Never Kill make it. a live album if you want to live. Yeah. It's basically the lesson. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, but yeah, back to this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like the atmosphere on Red Queen is just palpable. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminded me very much of like uh, a very dark, shadowy cabaret show. Mm-hmm. You know? like Because of that upright bass, because of that piano...
1: And, mm. yeah, I've know, never thought
0: of it like that. That's true. Yeah, but like I'm just imagining like a guy in a suit sitting very forlornly on a stool in the middle of a stage as people like on a piano and an upright bass play around him. And yeah. like, you have a fog machine rolling through as yeah. well. Everyone's drinking wine, everyone's drinking coffee, uh, smoking up. Mm-hmm. you know, it's just like a really shadowy place. Um, and it I think that atmosphere alone makes this album worth it. Yeah. The although I will have to say, this is one of my major reservations with the album. Yeah. The atmosphere isn't completely consistent throughout the whole album. Uh so I get those vibes from Red Queen, The Dreamer's Still Asleep, mm-hmm. and bits of Strange Birds as well. Yeah. Um but Are You Shivering and Um Red Birds and Broccoli, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're so Removed from that atmosphere because they're, they're very uneasy disagree. and just like futuristic.
1: I so disagree. I really? I mean, yeah. it's like,
0: just. I think it's just a mesh of um the futuristic sounds of well, like the are you shivering? Thing. Yeah, as like really futuristic, really spacey, and then you have like the really grounded, dark, shadowy, earthly types sounds stuff, yeah.
1: of Red Queen. You know, it just doesn't mesh that well for me it just seems a little bit too distant see for me like I, I like they're definitely different tracks I mean like you you compare like are you shivering when when it, you've just got um obviously if you're wearing the right headphones or whatever like you've got like shit going in both ears just like those spaced mm. out like vocals that literally sound like they're being chopped up in a blender like in front of you like just like that yeah. uh, 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 like just like happening everywhere um mm. and then obviously those big synths that come in every once in a while it's it's totally different to then say like red queen where it's got the dark jazz stuff and the spoken words like over the top like this really really deep voice hmm. but i that to me the tone is consistent it still sounds dark it still sounds like it's just like this looming like place it it it, it is uh it's just i, I see it's weird it's not like nightmare fuel like it's it's no. not like you listen to it and it's like fuck this is scary shit it just is it's unsettling I think the entire yeah, thing is unsettling yeah. um, and I think it's consistent on every track um, I will agree it is consistent in
0: maintaining the dark aesthetic mm-hmm. I just don't think it's consistent in how that dark is represented if that okay. makes sense I mean so, it makes sense yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, the darkness on Are You Shivering, I imagine pitch black space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then on Red Queen and Dreamer's still asleep, I kind of imagine, you know, kind of like just like street lit darkness. Mm -hmm. You know, just like I'm walking through the streets and it's dark out, but there's still, like, a sense of earth. Linus, yeah. you know and there's like street lamps and people
1: still wandering about there's a fog rolling through yeah, yeah it's just I, I a think bit it's more earthly that that dark jazz sound um sort of has that visual attachment i think to say like film noir and yeah uh, definitely so yeah. when listening to something dark jazz like that those those sorts of images will come up whereas like yeah the first track it does just sort of seem like just absolutely nothing around you except like a giant fucking moon uh, yeah uh, especially like well vacuum. like th- there's that line in the track isn't there where it's, uh, this is moon music
0: yeah something, something like that, like that. Yeah. yeah
1: and to be fair the first time i listened to this i was like walking back from work in guildford and like guildford's like on this weird down downward slope to get to the train station, so you can see yeah, a shitload weird. of the sky, and the mm. moon was fucking huge. And I don't know if that's just like an absolute coincidence that that was the first time that I was listening to it, but it was right. It's fucking weird shit, man.
0: But I mean, when I listened to this when I was stoned, the moon mm. the moon looked pretty fucking huge too. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, did everyone else around me.
1: Why am I thinking of the fucking moon from Bear in the Big Blue House? Wait, is there a moon that like talks <gasps> in Bear yeah. in the Big Blue House? yeah Yeah, i'm I'm just thinking of that like paired with this album (laughs) (laughs) and like the fucking blue bears just like and what are you going to do (laughs) oh i i need a i need a mashup of that
0: right now (laughs) guys work on it i need it
1: (laughs) oh god that is big uh, if i was better at editing like if i was actually good at editing i would i'd fucking be on that shit like right now
0: (laughs) Mate, uh, you study film.
1: You should be good at editing. (laughs) Well, no. Like, I'm bad at editing. I'm just good on sets. Okay. Okay.
0: Speciality,
1: I guess. My speciality is not in editing. It's in things other than editing in the film industry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I trust you in editing the videos for, like, the YouTube and the IGTV stuff. Am I a fool? No, that's for simple enough. Like that, you? like that's that's mm-hmm. all right. Like I just, okay. I don't have
1: the skills to do mashups, nor do I have the software to like do proper layering in a video. Yeah, you do iMovie. That's all you have. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. outing me we, to the we entire all gotta start world about guys. shit my
0: software is. <laughs> yeah, we all gotta start somewhere. We know? do. Like,
1: until I have the money to buy like Premiere or Avid, then that ain't fucking happening. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, o- anyway. overall thoughts then of uh, mu- music with a K to play in the dark. Yeah, music to music. play in the dark. Um, yeah, like I said, I really liked it uh,
0: in those very specific moments of, you know, pure darkness outside, it's not sunny, I'm. it's mm-hmm. cold, isolated, in those situations. I think it's actually a, a really, perfect really, really album for album. like now, like winter coming. Yeah, it's a perfect winter album, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, um, especially with a track called
1: "Are You Shivering?" Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, yes, I I bitch, presume that I has I presume it has more connotations with like unsettling shit than it does like it's fucking cold yeah. outside. But yeah, but it, it does work though. Yeah, you it's know, it's a decent right. pairing. Um, um but would, yeah, like, would you listen I... to it again? Like, do, um, do you do you see yourself returning ooh.
0: to it? Uh, see that that's tough because. The the times I want to listen to this are so specific. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine myself listening to it many more times, mm-hmm. but I, I will happily come back to it because I didn't hate listening to it and I actually yeah. quite liked listening to it it's just finding that right mood and right atmosphere sure. for that album, you know? It's not like uh, a Talking Heads record or a Swans album where mm-hmm. I can just put them on any time of the week. Yeah, You know, you really need to be in the right situation, right, right place, moods. right time. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I just might want to listen to something else,
1: you know? Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure.
0: Um, but I'll happily come back to it if I ever feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, as with the exception of those inconsistencies inconsistencies i should say mm-hmm. in tone and vibe yeah um i think this is a very solid album very very solid
1: i did good with a suggestion you I did You did it you I did it mom yeah <laughs> but how
0: did i do with my suggestion well actually no i know that you because... already know <laughs> yeah spoiled it for before you. we recorded uh about I want to say about a week ago. Yeah, it was about a week ago. Yeah. You know, like, after about we about recorded the second ago. episode. Yeah. About a week ago. Week ago. Uh, yeah, after we recorded the second episode, you just sent me, out of the blue, a selfie yeah. with yeah. a vinyl in your hand, and that vinyl record was Sparks Come on My House. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought to myself... Is he in a record shop, and he's just, like, teasing me? Did he, but like, pick this out? I was out? pulling, like, the fucking
1: dumbest face. Like, I don't... Yeah. We, we could put it online somewhere. Like I don't give a shit, like, uh, but... You have the image, so yeah, yeah, you're editing, true. so you can yeah. throw it up if you want to. Um, It... <laughs> yeah but it was when you were just like are you in a record store like or are you trying to like pretend about this I was like why the fuck would I take this at a record store I don't know just to throw me off the scent I don't know
0: like I'll go into it it's like oh yeah you really liked it didn't you and you you come on air it's like nah I fucking hated it like who the fuck knows I mean I don't know am I that deceptive possibly Uh, maybe like that's what you want me to think like I don't you want me to think that you're not so deceptive so that when you are deceptive, yeah, I don't think you're deceptive.
1: Well, mm. spoilers, I guess not anymore because we're actually recording it. I do actually love it, and I do own the vinyl. So okay, <laughs> so talk us through why do you love it? Um, well, see, here's the thing. Like on first listen, like because you, you you'd set it up as Queen but good. Uh, it is I, Queen but good. See, I don't see the Queen comparisons. Like really, I, no, honestly, like I it vocally I see more Rush. Than anything, yeah, um, vocally, it's yeah. different. yeah, and then like, I just see it as like really good glam rock, like I don't know, mm. I, d- I didn't I didn't I I guess it's because I probably haven't listened to enough Queen to sort of see those comparisons, but yeah, it, uh, uh, on on my first listen, I I, I wasn't like blown away by it and I, I don't know why actually to be honest although no i i, th- I think it was because uh, the first track comes in um which is hmm. this town ain't big enough for the both of us and that That's song good. is so good i love 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 the guitar tone just like on mm. that <laughs> and then like the piano in the background <laughs> and just like the whole so song is so great and then the vocals and and the lyrics are just like it, it, when you know he, he saw uh, heartbeat, heart and, 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 and like you, you genuinely do just get like this tension building, and you're just like, "Oh my yeah. god, that's so great!" And then it goes into amateur hour, and it's like a totally different tone, like because mm. the um, guitar tone's different. um And then so I just then like as it kept going on, I was like, on my first listen, I was just like, "Okay, it's just like it's a glam rock album, and it's got a bunch of different tracks that sound like." kind of vaguely similar but like they're all kind of different in tone and they've all kind of got like this zany like thing but th- i think that was the thing i was expecting it to be weirder like i've heard so much no. about sparks that i was expecting it to be right sort of like really right. like, really more out there and and insane right. and it kind of isn't
0: but yeah, that's that's
1: not a yeah. bad thing like i mean and, like it's and not that's what I came so to appreciate zany it. but yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty
0: zany for oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'd say but yeah it's not like batshit insane no and 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 obviously uh, like uh, the more i listened to it and the more I was, I was like listening to the lyrics more the the personality and the zaniness comes off in the lyrics a lot mm. of the time so i think that's why on upon my first listen i wasn't like okay i was expecting more from it um right but yeah the more i listen to it like Amateur hour is goddamn catchy as shit like it's just like mm. so fast paced and just um fucking Russell's vocals are insane and if you've watched any live videos yeah. of them like they're still kicking it like and he can still reach those highs and yeah, I have mad. no idea how because his voice is insane like mm. um like always pretty much in falsetto and yeah, yeah so, I'm, not sure I'm not sure so Exactly, and I like I can understand someone listening to this and being like, I oh, "Just I don't like it." I could I could I can understand someone not enjoying it, but the instrumentation is fucking great. Like it's it's yeah. so well produced. It's got a, it like it does sound classic seventies in like its producing and its mixing. But oh, I definitely. love I yeah. love that really warm sound of like the seventies. Yeah, so
0: full mm-hmm. sounding. Yeah, absolutely, definitely.
1: Um, uh, like one of my one of my fa- uh, favorite. Lines in this thing is just like when all the instrumentation kind of stops, it just says, I'm gonna hang myself from my family tree, and like, oh, oh yeah. it's just such a great line. I was just like, Who thinks of that? Like, like, there's so many different things to think about with that line where it's just like, Okay, because like people do hang themselves from trees, but like from a family no. tree, <laughs> no, from a family say. tree, though, like that's just like to me, I was just like, I don't know why that might that, that just blew my mind. I was like hanging yourself <laughs> from your family tree like that's so dark but so funny like, <laughs> like i'm imagining you in your room like mate that's a bar right is- it, it was just one of those things i was just like that is such a strange line but it's really really good like that's so great yeah and yeah like just the more and more i kept listening to it because um yeah i, ju- I just kept coming back to it because i wanted to but then mm. um because there was quite a gap between the, the recording of this and, and the last episode. It was just one of those things where I just kept coming back to it, like, just to keep refreshing myself. But the more and more I came back to it, the more and more I wanted to come back to it. Hence why I then, like, bought it on vinyl and everything. Because it was just like, the more and more I listened to it, the more and more I enjoyed it. And I just wanted to keep returning to it. And it's just, it's so much fun. And yeah, it's so fun um it's just I, I di- fun. like i did a little bit of research and like they they consider themselves uh a- anglophiles like people from america oh. that just love everything about england oh and and love okay. everything about london i think they live in london or they live in the uk and Yeah, they in the uk and you can kind of yeah. tell because like when listening to this album like as much as like russell's voice is very very american like the sound mm. sounds like it's come from that seventies era of English glam rock it sounds yeah like it's Bowie. Bowie. it sounds like Roxy music it sounds yeah. like all of that era and and I don't think it was them like trying really hard to be like that I think they were just oh, no. really really good at it like yeah they're doing
0: their own thing mm-hmm. absolutely yeah um, um and yeah like i said it it is kind of queen ish in mm-hmm. just like its sheer personality, yeah you know so like it's taken all these influences influences um but it's just doing its completely its own thing yeah. and it's just running with it so well
1: yeah 100 percent. like it, it it's that that's and i think that's the the biggest thing about this album i think is its personality mm, absolutely uh, so you know i think the thing that makes a great album especially like from the 70s especially if it's going to be glam rock is that it's got to have like the personality as if like it is its own thing. There's so many bands out there that are generic to a sound, so there there will be. Predator Fleet. That, <coughs> Excuse uh, me. Um, you all right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Mm, so there will be
1: so many bands out there that will, that might have the sound of Sparks. They might like be very instrumentally similar, or they might have like you know a similar vocal um, delivery. But I think what makes sparks sparks is is the personality behind it so what you find in the lyrics and how uh russell delivers those lyrics in such like a crazy outward way um mm. and then just i don't know just like the themes and topics of like some of the songs like sometimes i don't really know what they're talking about but like songs like barbecue is is oh, like, tics, it's yeah. just so, it's so much fun it's such like a bop that like yeah. Uh, you can't just... equator as well like
0: equator oh yeah equator. to end the album
1: out is like so yeah. great cuz it's it's kind of like a slower cut and it's got like some great saxophone lines on that yeah like... oh, the way it,
0: like fades out mm-hmm. like just as the instrumentation yeah. breaks down like, it's like I don't
1: usually like fade outs on songs but like it just felt right as like a closer
0: yeah. like i mean it actually like literally like just dissolves you know oh like, yeah because the then it goes like right away. down
1: to like just the vocal line doesn't it with like a yeah. really quiet like saxophone in the background. like
0: that's how you do a fade out that's how you close an album mm-hmm. you know as opposed to just like turning down the volume mm-hmm.
1: exactly you know? like rather than just a fade out it's like yeah let's it's just f- it's get a, everything like out of here yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> And uh, then you got tracks like "Thank God It's Not Christmas," which is so mm. weird to me because it does sound like a Christmas song. Like it sounds like it it could be a Christmas song, but yeah, it's, it's I always so picture it wrong. like
0: um, I always picture it like it's meant to be in a car advert, you know, like you was mm-hmm. advertising like the new Peugeot car or something, and you just got like, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> yeah, I I could see it's that, I like could see that, that. but then yeah, like but it, I could it, definitely see it like a Christmas song, definitely.
1: and it builds up to that that ending, just like yeah just like the vocal passage of thank god it's not christmas and just like everything mm. like the symbols just being crashed on and everything is just yeah oh so good like i just i have so many good like i don't think there's a single bad track or like a skippable track oh this thing. absolutely not no it's just yeah, every single like because it's not long at all what 35 minutes 40 minutes
0: 35 40 minutes yeah mm-hmm. dead tight just mm-hmm. fun front to back and yeah, just catchy every single song. Yeah, and like one song we haven't discussed, which is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and think of this: what you will, um, falling in love with myself again is yeah, yeah is yeah. my confidence jam. Like honestly, it's like I think I'm falling in love with myself again. Yeah. When I've down, I listen to that, and I that it's great. great. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> nah, you need those songs though. Like, and and this is this is just such a a feel good album.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's really, really good. Like yeah. and I think I think this is what I enjoy. Like I think especially this year, like I've really gotten into pop a lot. I think I mentioned this on the last podcast when we were talking about you know, uh, Yeah, I think it did.
0: poptimism. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I, I never realized how much I love pop. And like I know this is a glam rock record, but it, it's pop sensibilities. Like it, it really is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Bo- boil knows it how to boil it down, song. like get rid of like the hard rock instrumentation and, and it, it it's a pop album. Um yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And and it's because and I think what's so great about Pop is it just it it doesn't matter what mood you're in, it can just like absolutely just lift your spirits. And this is just mm. one of those albums where you put it on and you just kinda like it not only lifts your spirits but it just like gets you in that just like pumps you up. But like pumps you up happily, if that makes any sense.
0: <laughs> Injects you with happiness.
1: I think so though. Like it's yeah. just it's hard to listen to this album and not uh and not at least appreciate it for what it is. Yeah,
0: like being such a curmudgeon about it. It's like, ooh, I'm not, I'm not liking what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very hard to dislike this album. Yeah, no matter like, what your tastes
1: are, like, it's just so hard. Because to like let, hate. This let's album. use your example uh, of. You know, you saying it's Queen but good. Like, so let us yeah. say like a Queen fan was listening to this, and like that Queen fan is quite honestly right now just spitting on you. Um, I don't care. No, Fucking no, spit
0: on me all you want. I'm, I'm not, not I don't saying a shit. shit.
1: Um, but let, let's, let's say a Queen fan listens to this, and they're just like, "Fuck that! That's that's nowhere near as good as Queen." There is no, mm. there is no way though that they could listen to this. And, like, whether they end up preferring Queen or not or preferring one of their other precious 70s bands to this, there's yeah. no way that they could listen to this and not appreciate what's going on here. Like, the guitar tones are so much different from, like, other bands. Like, like I said, like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. That really, really deep guitar riff, that sort yeah. of, like, the piano. is right at the beginning. The piano yeah. that goes through it is excellently played, like, to mm. a T. The bass and is an- great as well. And then just bringing back mm-hmm. like all that personality and not having a skippable track It's that like there's no way that even if you're a massive fan of all these like classic rock bands that you could listen to this and not rank it amongst all of those because I feel yeah, like definitely. looking at the history books as lo- as much as Sparks has a huge following, it's it's a cult following more so. Than yeah, it's it is. very cult. It's it's yeah. not it's not. On the level of Queen, it's not no. on the level of Bowie, it's not on the level of Roxy Music or, or anything. Yeah, from I mean, I I literally like stumbled across Sparks
0: mm-hmm. through like a YouTube video, and like mm-hmm. I think I I found out about him through This Town Ain't Big Enough. Uh, oh, okay. and I just heard like a snippet of that song, and I was like, mm-hmm. Wait, what the fuck is this? This is yeah. mad. This is great. And I just listened to him from there. I was like, How was this band not bigger? You know, yeah. how am I just stumbling across them? I should be hearing about them from
1: everyone. I mean, I you know remember I mean? you told me about them ages ago, and I just, I've I've never, I just, I just yeah, it's, it's so weird. I just never, I just 100%. never listened to them. I knew it like, this is the thing about like, l- kind of liking all kinds of music is that the list that you build of all the albums you want to listen to just becomes enormous. Yeah, it just grows and grows and grows and grows. Yeah. This is why I actually appreciate this podcast a lot is because it's actually forcing me to listen to a lot of shit that I otherwise wouldn't like. <laughs> oh no but it's good it's heart. good because like i've been meaning to listen to sparks for ages and now i have and i've got the vinyl sat in front of me so you know nice it, <laughs> it, exactly i still need to listen to propaganda like i'm surprised oh, at myself great. for not listening to it like straight after uh this yeah but, um, it's basically more or less the same of what you
0: want mm-hmm. honestly and yeah the songs are just as great they're just as catchy yeah, um, I mean, I'll, just I'll get
1: round to it. That's 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 my classic like sort of thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it'll take enough. me an- it'll take me another year to get round to it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Tell you what, yeah. next episode,
0: yeah. I expect you to listen to it. It's not my album recommendation for next week, but I want to hear your thoughts
1: next episode. Yeah, fuck it. Fair? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's only half an hour minutes. long. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll I'll listen to it. Do I'll it. I'll do, I'll, do I'll give a quick five minutes. Of... You heard it here first, people.
0: If he doesn't bring his thoughts to the table slay him it's because
1: i was listening to something music. else yeah it's because i'm still and catching yeah. up on 2018 music yeah there's so many fucking albums i can't I I can't deal with this shit like too many, too many. So 100 percent. i'll it. listen to this again though like that's excellent you know it's excellent. it's great it's great i mean I, i'd hope
0: so like since you have the vinyl well right? yeah exactly but you know you just
1: buy it and never listen to it don't always have time to put things on the turntable but it's, it's the sad reality. It's, it's always good when you can. Yeah, definitely.
0: So yeah, speaking of spinning albums, shall we spin some recommendations? Oh!
1: He did it. I I, I did it. I'm did not sure it, it works, but you did it. You did something, and that's why I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my
0: TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> this- So yeah, let's get into next week's album recommendations. If you're new to the podcast, uh, we'll let you know how this works. Basically, we recommend an album to each of us. We each listen to that album and then we react to those albums on air the next episode. So who should start first? Should you recommend my album or should you? Yeah. So
1: so we're going with albums that we want to the other to re-listen to because we think they unfairly rate them yes
0: oh yeah yeah so I, I completely forgot to uh say what the theme was so uh we decided on a theme for next week as opposed to just recommending albums uh the theme for next week is going to be second listens so albums that we think the other person needs to re-listen to because they either unfairly graded them or just didn't give them the love and attention they deserved mm-hmm. so should you start
1: yeah, I'll pass an first. album my way. So it's an album that you did listen to this year, and I, I don't mm-hmm. know how many times you listened to it, but I think you unfairly rate this artist in general, considering how much you like the genre they come from. The artist um, in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, the art, uh, the album that I'm gonna re-recommend you to re-listen mm. to and you can say no to this if you want if you feel like you listen to it a fair amount of times <laughs> um Just i'm gonna recommend it. you re-listen to the richard d james album by apex twin
0: oh okay Yeah. yeah yeah i only listened to that about twice but yeah i remember being very meh on it
1: it's not a long album, so it, I'm, not, not. I'm not like. I'm not and like, I think you know, that's what sort.
0: frustrated me the first time, is because it's so short. Yeah. And I do really like IDM. Exactly. But for the longest time, Apex Twin has done nothing for me. Like, hate, like, I'm ready to be shot down in the comments and on, online. Like, just Apex Twin doesn't do much for me, unfortunately. And yeah. I, I really want to get into him, I really want to see what people see in him. I just can't get into him for some reason. So is this so a fair I'll recommendation? Happily, yeah, I'll happily re-listen to okay. D. James and cool. see what I think of it. Yeah, decent. Um, yeah, I just don't—I don't know
1: what I'm not seeing, honestly. Well, uh, let's, let's see if that opinion will change by next week. Yeah, hopefully it changes. Now that, now that you like, have to give it at least a minimum of two listens.
0: Yeah. Um, because that's the thing. Like I. Mm, uh, I I feel very secluded from the conversation when it comes to IDM because mm. everyone loves Apex Twin, everyone. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm just in the corner, like I don't think he's that great. Like you're holding I your Fortet records, and, and your, I'm holding my Fortet, my Alltekker, <laughs> my Alltekker, my Squarepusher. You know, like these are my babies. Yeah. But Apex Swin, just like eh, you know. So hopefully, see, I, I don't see that. Hopefully, but, you know. That's why Fair we're going to
1: discuss it next week.
0: Yeah, hopefully my opinion changes, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Right, so my recommendation. I, I I actually... I come into this episode with two albums in my head, and I'm debating on which one to give you. Because Ooh. one uh, is an album fresh on my mind, uh, because we actually mentioned it in the last episode.
1: Ooh, I think I know where you're going with this.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, then the second album... I'm thinking, is a very, very personal album to me, and it's an album that I deeply, deeply adore. But it's just, which one one do I recommend? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. which one do I recommend? Drum roll, please! It doesn't really sound like a drum roll, it just sounds like I'm gurgling. Uh, I'm gonna go with... Postal Service, give up
1: hey, all right, yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm down, I'm down. I'm game. Because I remember that.
0: you saying, uh, you hadn't listened to Postal Service in ages, you only listened to mm-hmm. it once, then you just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And uh, my Captain Hindsight over here, mm-hmm. uh, when I was editing the second episode, uh, I thought to myself, fuck, I should have recommended Postal Service, because I I compared bits of Caracarabinio to Postal Service. That should have been my recommendation that <laughs> week. For fuck's sake. Um, but no, I'm recommending it this week. I'm redeeming myself. Now you so, get to. Yeah, and now you get to listen to the Postal Service again.
1: I do. Because like, last time I listened to it was, like I think I was in the library. I, I, I think it was during third year. I was like listening to some emo shit at the time. And it was on my laptop. And I don't know why I just only listened to it once. It just. So, yeah. I mean, like mm. it's it's. It, I'm excited to re-listen to this because, like, I I do think I I just it was just one of those albums that I listened to and I was just like, yeah, all right, like, and then I just never came back to it. And I think it's because I never downloaded it on my phone or anything that I never felt the need uh, to come back to it. Yeah, yeah, right. But you Fair know, it, it it gives me a good opportunity to listen to it because I know that everyone raves about it. So yeah, it's a very cool.
0: uh quaint like following. You know, it's not like. You know, it's not like Radiohead levels of publicity or anything like that, or no. like um, Led Zeppelin levels of praise. You know, it's a very short moment in music history, but mm-hmm. it's very important and it's very, very influential in terms of its production. Because, um, I mean, I'll you know what, I'll save it for the next episode, because yep. uh, the history behind it is very interesting, the music is fantastic i tell you what's, really what's actually album.
1: really interesting about this as well is that I've recommended you an album within a genre that you love that hmm. you were not too keen on, and you recommend me an album kind of in a genre that I love. Like, I, I don't know whether it is full out emo or not, but like, it's not full out emo. No, nah, but the, the singer comes from what I'd consider an emo band. Like, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, Ben Gibbard is
0: emo to an extent, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and so I love an me like some emo. That. I mean, yeah. Don't th- th- don't go into it thinking it's emo though. Don't be expecting any. Nah, I, I I I kind
1: of know what I'm expecting, but like. Yeah, Indietronica it, is all you need to know. Indietronica like, with some emo vocals. <laughs>
0: it's not emo. <laughs> I can see you shit. getting so
1: offended by this. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I. It's not emo. It's like when so. you call <laughs> Smashing Pumpkin grunge, so you know. It is grunge in places. Yeah, well, postal service is, vocals, is not emo at his all. His vocals are emo, so...
0: You haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't say, it's like, oh, it's emo. Like,
1: you haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> oh, this will be a very interesting next episode. Yeah, it's oh. going to be a very interesting
0: one. Uh, so, Aphex Twin versus the Postal Service yeah. for next week of the Talking Music Podcast. Excited. I'm very Ted excited too.
1: excites.
0: Uh, so yeah, tune in next week. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in to this week. It's been a pleasure.
1: It has been. I really need this. What, what a way to end
0: the episode. Thank you for your insight, Connor. Bye, listeners. And Love <laughs> goodbye. you. Goodbye. That has been the Talking Music Podcast where we, you guessed it, talked about music. Bye. Kiss Bye!